Last week, we talked about the first pillar of relationship, which was love. The big idea last week was we can love because he loved us first and that God is love. Today, we want to talk about yet another very important pillar of relationship, and that is trust. What is trust? Trust is defined as the reliability or assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of a person or of something. Trust is such an important part of any relationship. It is so important that it can make or break any relationship instantly. While relationships are God's blessing to mankind, it can also become a curse if trust is lost. It can cause lives to be destroyed, families to be separated, marriages can be destroyed without trust, friendships can end, working relationships will cease. It just doesn't affect a few people. It affects a lot of people, and it affects destinies and future. The implications of losing trust can be catastrophic. It is so hard to develop trust, and you can just lose it instantly. So what is trust? I'm going to go straight to the point, and guys, you have to listen. By the way, before I even continue on, I just want to say I love you. This is not like I'm doing a sermon. This is just because I care for you so much. And how many of you really want to listen to the truth? Many times, the truth is painful. Many times, trust is lost because of a lack of wisdom. Many times, it's lost because we are careless and naive, or just some, sometimes we're just plain stupid. If you really value the relationships you have, I'm going to give you principles and trust that will play an important role in all of your relationships. Are you ready? Let me begin by saying this. Unlike love, where love is given to us freely, trust is earned. You can't just say to someone, hey, trust me. No, you have to earn it. But how do we earn trust? Here are seven important points, I believe, where you can earn trust. Point number one, trust someone who knows his or her boundaries. See, boundaries are important in our lives. It's hard to trust people who don't know their boundaries. Boundaries protects relationships. Once uh, One has to know their own limits. It puts order in our lives. It's hard to trust someone who is out of control. So what boundaries do you need? First boundary that you will need is our physical boundaries. There are things that you, you know, you have to do uh, even physically. The second are sexual boundaries. By the way, let me just say this. Sex was invented by God. It's the best thing that could ever happen in any marriage situation. Sex, if you're not married and you're single, sex before marriage is fornication, it's a sin, okay? And we can go on and on. Sex 
outside of the confines of marriage, if you are married, is called adultery. It can destroy, it has destroyed countless relationships. So you have to have sexual boundaries. Stick with one person if you're married. Third, emotional or mental boundaries. Very important. Okay. Fourth, spiritual or religious boundaries. Fifth, financial and material boundaries. When you're spending, there has to be some sort of uh, uh, discipline in your spending. Discipline in, in whatever you do. Even work has to have boundaries. You cannot overwork yourself. There are certain boundaries that are required. Six, time boundaries. Time boundaries are important. You have to put time where it's valuable to you. Okay, there's a time and a season for everything. And that's how we can trust people when they know their boundaries when it comes to time. And lastly, non-negotiable boundaries. I'm referring to things that are immoral, you know, like giving a bribe or something. But we're going to talk about that. See, when trust is lost, people get hurt. In Proverbs 18, 19 says, An offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Okay, so trust, the first one, is I trust someone with boundaries. Point number two, I trust someone who knows his or her priorities. If your priorities are intact, this means your value system is correct, it's pure, and moral based on the word of God. If your priorities are all whacked up, okay, we're going to have problems with trust. You have to know your priorities. You have to know the order by which God has given to you. It's hard to trust somebody when their priorities are all messed up. So it's hard to trust somebody who doesn't have the fear of God. God has to be priority, right? It has, it, it's hard to trust somebody who's not faithful to their wives or their husbands. It's hard, okay? It requires a certain degree of, um, you have to work on it. In short, so you have to know your priorities. It's God, your spouse, your children, your work, and everything else, ministry, work, and, and people. Your priorities have to be in order, in order to have good relationships. If you prioritize, for example, your friends over your wife, your wife will not trust you. Okay? That's why it's important that you know your priorities. Point number three. I trust someone who is reliable. Huh? Reliable. How can I trust you if you're not reliable? You said you're going to do something and you don't. You told me you were going to do it yesterday and you didn't deliver. If my weighing scale, for example, says that I'm 120 pounds today, well, I like that. And then the following day, it says I'm 150. And the following day, it says 110. Probably the weighing scale is not reliable. Okay? If I say to you, for example, if I say to you, I'm going to take you there, I'll bring you to that restaurant, or I'll treat you, and I don't, or I can't fulfill it, then I'm not reliable. And your trust in me will somehow diminish. See, when you sell, tell somebody, I'll be there at 4 p.m., and they're not there at 4, I personally, I start distrusting those people. I remember a good friend of mine, when I was new and in the business that we were in, and I would always be late. And says, you know, if it's too early, we can move the time. I said, no, no, I'd be there on time. 
7 a.m. Following week, I was not there again. I was late again. The third week, I was late again. And finally, he said this. Brother, I, I still remember this. He said, bro, if I can't trust you with time, how can I trust you with money? And that stuck to me. And I told myself, I'll never be late ever again. Okay. How can I entrust my family to you when you're not a good steward with your promises? How can I trust you with other things if you're not reliable with small things like your time? You know, I, I asked 15 young gentlemen to play baseball one time. This was a couple of years ago. All of them said yes. And guess how many people came? Three. I was so mad. I went back to the 12 guys and says, bro, you made me, you stood me up. Bro, I, bro, we were there. What happened? So don't, you know, some people will not be so direct like me. But to, to be honest, when you do that to people, they lose trust. Okay. Don't say something you can't fulfill. Don't make promises you can't do. I'm guilty. I was guilty, but I don't do that. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't do that anymore. Don't make promises to your children that you can't fulfill because you're not going to be reliable. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Again, this is a verse where Jesus was saying, how can I promote you if I can't even trust you with the little things? How can I trust you with money if I can't trust you with little? Okay? Trust is gained when we are reliable. Fourth point. I trust someone who holds in confidence other people's lives. Especially personal issues they, 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 do, they shouldn't be involved in. I'm referring to gossip. It's hard to trust someone who is always talking bad about somebody. You know, I tell my kids this. If you don't have anything good to say about somebody, just don't say it. But if you have something good, you can say it. Okay? If it's something nice about somebody, say it. Why, you know, if you're going to say something bad, why don't you call that person directly and tell him? Okay? Because it's when, when I do that or when I accept gossip, I'm part of it. See, where we are, all of us are at times guilty of this. And this is not good. If someone tells me negative things about the person, I just tell them, hey, you know what? I'm going to call the person you're talking about so you can clear the air with that person. Is that good? Okay? Because gossip is not good. Okay? The person can't defend himself when he's not there. Otherwise, just stop saying bad things about a person, even if it's true. Or at least don't say it to me. Okay? It says here, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Another verse, a gossip betrays confidence, but a trustworthy, trustworthy person keeps a secret. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. When it's, once it's done, it's done. You don't have to keep pondering about the mistake of another person. Keep talking about that. It's done. God forgave them. You should forgive too. It's over. Okay. Point number five. I trust someone who has integrity. Integrity comes from the word integer, meaning whole. 
It means your words match your deeds. They're congruent. It's doing what you value and not just professing what you value. How many of you know a lot of people talk about what they value, but they're not actually doing it? Integrity is having the courage to do the right thing over what is fast and easy. You know, doing the right thing is hard sometimes. Sometimes we want it fast. We want it easy. I trust somebody who doesn't bribe people. Bribing is not good. Okay? It's taking advantage of the weaknesses of people. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely. But he who makes his ways uh, crooked will be found out. Point number six. I trust someone who can own up to his or her own mistakes. Don't you like somebody who's responsible? Hey, son, daughter, if you made a mistake, own up to your mistakes. Admit it. Have the courage to be, to be, be brave to be and, and honest. Okay? But at least own, it, own up to your mistakes. Admit it. Be truly sorry and ask for help to change it. Again, I'm going to repeat that. I trust somebody who can own up to his, his or her own mistakes, admit it, be truly sorry, and ask help to change it. By the way, f- folks, we are all flawed. We're, we're not perfect. No one's perfect. We're all sinful. We fall once in a while and we mess up. The good thing about trust, listen to this, the good thing about trust is that it can be regained. Yes, there is hope. That is if you own up to your own mistakes. I made mistakes, but I was willing to work on it and prove that I'm no longer that kind of person. Then I have to show for it. It may take take some time to win trust back, but it can be worked on and regained. When you humble yourself, when you admit you're wrong and say, Pa, I'm sorry, honey, I'm sorry. And when you truly repent, God's grace, God's grace comes in. God can pick up the pieces and put it all together again. He's the miracle-working God, the God of relationships. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. Okay, point number seven, last point. I trust someone who is consistent. Consistency breeds trust. Doing the list I just mentioned consistently will produce trust in any relationship. Having a routine that is trustworthy day in and day out will increase trust. Be consistent. I wake up. My my tip for you is this. If you want to be truly be trustworthy, start your first 20 minutes of the day talking to God, building your relationship first with God. And believe me, everything else will come together. When all else fails and relationships are broken and trust is broken, there is still hope. When a porcelain vase falls to the ground and shatters in pieces, it's almost impossible to put it, put it all back together again. But we can rely on someone who can restore relationships. We can rely on someone who can put back the pieces together like brand new. Folks, his name is Jesus. <laughs> he came to restore relationship. He's a miracle working God. What is impossible for men is possible for God, Jesus said. 
He is the one true God that we can trust. He is reliable. He is consistent. He is a promise keeper. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Again, just to summarize, I trust someone who knows his or her boundaries. I trust someone who knows her, his or her priorities. Someone who is reliable. I trust someone who holds in confidence other people's lives. Someone who has integrity. Someone who can own up to his or her own mistakes. Admit it and be sorry and help ask help for, to change it. And someone who can be consistent doing all of these. Folks, there's hope. There's hope. If we start doing these things, we can develop good relationship with our loved ones and our friends. 